Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, this morning. Let's turn to our next topic and guests of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be hearing about a wonderful new TV series called Hong Kong Stories, Treasures of Hong Kong. Now, you can watch it on RTHK TV 32 every Tuesday evening at 9.30 p.m. And, of course, revisit it anytime on the archive. It's on YouTube and also on our RTHK website. And to talk more about the program, I'm really delighted to be joined by the team, uh, by the brains behind this show, Noya Spoon, who's the executive producer of the show, and also Becky Lee, the presenter of the program. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Hi. It's great to see you both. So maybe, Noyes, I'll start off with you first. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit more about uh, Hong Kong Stories, uh, Treasures of Hong Kong. What is it about? Well, uh, Hong Kong Stories is a long one program in RTHK. So every time they set uh, different themes for different series, this series, The Treasures of Hong Kong, as the name you can tell, you know, um, it's, it's, um, it's kind of uh, want to attract more people to admire Hong Kong after returning to normal um, through our old shops and restaurants. So um, because we filmed this uh, series during the um, and after the pandemic, so um, we want to um, get more, more stories about um, especially the business, how to how they run and sustain through this um, period and almost um, some of them uh, really a hundred years. So that's the focus of this series. So also the most fascinating part. I'm sure you came across lots of different shops and, and restaurants. Uh, talk us through some of the types of shops that you've come across for the program. Oh, we have, uh, traditional restaurants, Hong Kong style Western cuisines. I don't know whether you tried before and uh, vegetarian restaurants and some handmade products such as embarrass, suits, shoes and supermarkets. And Hong Kong, you know, has so many great old shops. It is very difficult to cl- uh, choose indeed. Um, I guess many people are curious about how they can sustain through the, um, all the hard times and after all the uh, impasse. So, um, if the stories provide a positive energy to audience, so we will select. Yeah. Wow. What was the process like in selecting some of these shops and how did you and your team go about with the research? Well, uh, it's kind of difficult for us, actually. Um, some of them, um, they really don't like us to film and some of them, they really welcome us to film. And um, how we choose from all the shops and restaurants is based on their stories. Um, as long as the stories is true and more touching and then and and more um you know ups and downs um to 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 us and then we would choose them um yeah, that's, that's, that's the way we choose. Excellent. Well, um, I'm really excited also to be joined by Becky Lee, um, renowned actress and musician here in Hong Kong. Um, it's amazing that you're working together with RTHK uh, this time about uh, the Hong Kong stories, Treasures of Hong Kong. Uh, what was your experience like? It's really great, but it's very different collaboration indeed because I used to do variety shows that mainly focus on like um, how delicious the food is, how brilliant the products are, and and even the travelogue that me and Noyes did 2013 oh, in you Italy. Have, you guys have worked together before. Yes. How can you say the years? <laughs> I know. 
was like 10 years ago. Yes, right? yes, yes. <laughs> and that one, we also focused on, you know, travel and eat, play, shop, etc. But this time, we actually focused on the precious relationship that's behind the business and different kinds of love that keeps us all together So for so many years. And despite challenges and difficulties, they still survive. So I think it allows me to have a deeper conversation with the interviewees and also like um, I can have a life exchange with them and I learn a lot. Yeah, Becky, I, I love the way you connect with your guests. I, I love the way you connect. Um, can you share some highlights uh, with some of our listeners? Um, you filmed it all. Uh, what, what, what sorts of highlights uh, sort of come to your mind? I do have so many things to share with you, but I think um, I found one common pattern for success is that all the owners treasures their employees and helpers to an extent that they actually treat them as their family. So provide them with uh, security, like care for them. And that's why many of the employees stayed with the company for decades. And both sides witness each other from uh, youngster to husband to father or even grandfather. And this close relationship somehow makes them willing to walk an extra mile for each other and also for the business, which translates into not abandon one another in tough times, won't reserve when they have new ideas to contribute. And even when disagreement arise, they won't let that stance in the way for their striving for success. Yeah, so. because a lot of these businesses are generational so it's from father to son uh, for example uh, when when white congee meets black sesame yes. um, you watch it uh, yeah, yeah. A- amazing story and i just wonder you know if young people have the same sort of momentum or the drive um, but i think I, I don't want to give so much away but i thought the son for the dessert shop uh, really sort of wanted to continue his father's dream and and it became his dream as well. Mm. Was that the impression you got for, for many of the people that you interviewed um, that, you know, it, it was no longer their family business. It was it became their own sort of business and they wanted to strive to, to make it survive. Yeah, they're having a lot of touching stories that I really connect with them and I remember when I watched it again like the one that you talked about I nearly cried <laughs> and my husband was like sitting next to me he's like hey what are you doing you actually have been through everything and you're watching it and you still cry what happened it's different <laughs> when you're in the moment interviewing and when you're actually watching it again yes. it's a different experience yeah, yeah. yeah and they edited it, it like Noyes and the team edited it in a really touching, touching way, way that yeah. we really love it and it's very different from other um, variety shows that only focuses on products and foods. Yeah, That's well, true. part of the beauty of it is also that the way you edited it to, to tell the story, mm. uh, Noise, how did you and your team sort of uh, decide which part of the interview to keep and which part to, because it's, you know, that the program, you know, isn't so long. So how were you able to distinguish which parts to keep and which parts to leave out? Wow, this is uh, most challenging part for me, actually. Um, this series, we have eight producers and they are uh, to film the uh, uh, 11 stories and all of them from different backgrounds and they have different talents and some of them are good at promotion videos and some of them good at variety shows and also documentaries. So how the balance between the touching and the true story and the products they want to uh, um, 
I'm, I'm not saying the sale, but the products, how they sustain the business, it's really hard and difficult. So I really appreciate that they did it finally. And among all of the footage, you know, it's hard, really hard to see that. So, um, it, um, surprisingly, they, they did it. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised you say that's also the challenging part because sometimes if you talk to people, they're very willing to talk. But when you put a camera in front of them, when you put a mic in front of them, they may be a bit more reserved or they may not be able to share their story. Did, did you find that part as well? Or did you have to prep them beforehand? Of course, a lot of them, they won't. They, they're not willing to, you know, expose the stories in front of the audience, especially uh, back in news that, you know, um, some of the restaurants, their, their owner's son, um, it's a little bit different from normal people. And I'm so glad that, um, producers, they, they, they use their truth and sincere to persuade them to, you know, um, tell the stories in a real part. And of course, RTHK has a very good image to people. So they, they're willing to tell at last. And then the audience can, um, feel the heart as well as the food and the products. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. And I, I thought that episode was also beautiful with, I think it's Wago, um, who has Down syndrome yeah. and he's amazing, uh, in, in his help uh, with his family business to, to help out with the kanji store, uh, w- w- with his mom also. Um, can you share any more challenges or any highlights, uh, that you came across in these uh, 11 episodes? Maybe noise? Well, um, as I just mentioned, the challenge, one of the challenges is balancing the uh, true stories and between the products and the, and the touch part and the other challenging is um you know the time that we filmed is around um pandemic and also some holidays in between and just return to normal you know we our custom just opened and so it's kind of crashed at that time <laughs> but um and then within the limited period and the time and we don't want to put you know, uh, behind a lot of time. So um, we try our best to fight with the times. Yeah. yeah. How about for you then, Becky? <laughs> when I talk to the interviewees, we actually need to set um, an environment or a setting that we feel comfortable talking with each other. So I remember when I'm talking to uh, the owner of the kanji shop, because it's like a fish kanji shop, right? So the first thing I noticed is her skin is actually glowing. So remember, all our parents, all the collagen from yes, the- all our parents told us we have to eat a lot of fish when we were young because of the skin, and I proved that correct. <laughs> And you're right, because when you meet these interviews, you have to build the trust and the rapport very quickly. Mm-hmm. What sorts of conversations do you have with them before the interview to sort of warm them up a little bit? Mm, I I do feel that I'm really privileged because some of them recognize that I uh, acted in uh, some dramas and uh, a lot of variety shows and listened to my songs before. So we can always start the conversation with those things that hey, they have heard, they have listen to and um, how they uh, resonance with them. So I think it's a good way to start. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. that you found Becky I'm, to be your host. Of yes, course, I'm so, so blessed to have Becky to have uh, as Aww. our presenter because yeah. really some of the owners um, at the very beginning, they're kind of reserved, but after they see Becky's and feel more comfortable, yeah, that's true. And they, she can um, ask more questions that we really want to, but, and then we, we can get our answer. <laughs>
finally. <laughs> so that's a very good part. Yeah. And yeah. it's a real skill to have to, you know, be able to have that conversation, keep it going and ask the questions that people want to ask, but don't really know how to ask. So absolutely. You've interviewed so many um, different ind- people from different industries now, Becky. If you had to envision yourself um, starting a business um, in, in any of those industries, what would it be? Among all those businesses that we've been visited, I can't see myself doing any of them because like, (laughs) although I do like cooking and handcrafts a lot, but I found my uh, my strength lies in the ability to reach people's heart and to understand them, to empathize with them and also help them to verbalize their emotions when it's not something like especially for Chinese culture that um, we used to. So I think um, having the chance to communicate with them, facilitating them to express their true feelings, provide a relaxing and joyful environment that we talked about just now to for, for them to de-stress, I think. And exchanging positive energies and thoughts with each other is a thing that I so keen on doing nowadays and that's why i was also doing it through different means like hosting this especially meaningful tv program and also teaching singing with healthy uh, voice production methods and producing original songs that inspires yeah and i'm sure a lot of our listeners will will also um, agree with that and, and as a fan of of your work noyas how about you if you had to sort of join a business um what industry can you see yourself uh, entering <laughs> as long as i film all of the um uh, business restaurants, handcuffed shops. I really think that I agree with Becky. I can't do any. You know, <laughs> it's really, it's really hard. Yeah. You know, uh, you have to repeat to do every day the same thing and to keep the standard of your products and keep your the the, the decent attitude to the customers. That's very difficult. And the long hours that they, you know, run restaurants that you can see some interviews. Yeah, they really don't have friends and family. And actually, the families is in the business already. So, so not only do you live with them, you work with them as well. Yeah, and don't fight to each other. <laughs> That's the main point. Yeah. yeah, it is very difficult being in the in the restaurant industry because, like, like um, one of the guests was saying that when it's holiday time, when it's the busiest time, it's when their hangs want to uh, friends want to hang out, but it's actually when they're the busiest. Yeah. So I'm so blessed that I'm in the production field, so I can you know get in touch of different. Inter- so that's um, that's my um, honors. Yeah. yeah. Well, Becky, I know uh, it's also our honor. You brought along a piece of music, a song for our Aww. listeners uh, today. Uh, can you share what you'd like to share with our listeners today? Thank you so much for mentioning about it. Yes, I actually uh, brought the second part of Reflections trilogy. That the first song, the first song of the trilogy was from the movie that I've made um, last year, and that talked about be brave to face your past. And today is the second part of the trilogy it's called be kind to yourself because we always struggle every day and mostly we treat ourselves harshly and keep doubting ourselves but never really ask how's the one you see in the mirror so that's very important and with we always believe in false lies that people say that we're useless, worthless, ugly, stupid, so on and so on. But the truth is we can refocus our perspectives because you are actually lovable, worthy, valuable, acceptable, forgivable, and most importantly, capable. 
So when we can be kind to ourselves, we understand that we are worthy. So how can you love your neighbor if you don't know how to love yourself? <laughs> uh, very wise words indeed. Well, let's have a listen. And meanwhile, thank you so much, uh, Becky Lee and Noya Spoon for joining us. And for our listeners, go check out um, the, all the episodes. It's available on our archive. And of course, you can catch it live on RTHK TV 32 every Tuesday evening at 9.30. And that's Hong Kong Story. Stories, Treasures of Hong Kong. Brilliant bit of TV. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you.